Well, good afternoon, everyone, and thanks be to God, we're finally back together on a podcast. <laughs> it seems like it has been way too long since I've uh, put out a podcast for you to listen to, and uh, I'm glad to finally have this opportunity again. And just so you know, up front, I am doing very well. Uh, Post recovery of the surgery, everything is going great, better than expected. It's uh, just a wonderful blessing to to have the doctor that I had and the procedure that was done to um, have such a quick recovery. So thanks be to God that he was watching over me through that entire process. And thank you for your prayers and your support. And um, yeah, it's hard to believe it's been a month already since that happened. <laughs> Amazing how time just swiftly flies by. So I'm um, coming to you with a quick podcast to just get some information out there and uh, just kind of uh, say hello again after it seems like such a, a long, long absence. Um, you may have been hearing some talk about uh, St. Saint, Saint Paul's School Store, and I haven't done the best on communicating this. I, I really just, it's kind of just not even been on my radar. Um, but the um, Student Council is going to be opening up the school store again, and they need, um, <clears throat> they need items to sell. And so everything they're selling in the school store will then be available to students to purchase and everything that they raise is going to help the student council with the projects that they're wanting to do. I I don't really know what those projects are at this moment, but that is the point of the school. So they're asking for certain things to be brought in based upon the first letter of your last name. So if the first letter of your last name begins with A through I, so A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and I, um, they're asking for you to bring in things such as water flavoring. Um, I don't know if you know like those fizz things or you know stuff that you pour into water so it kind of gives them a flavor. Um, and juice boxes or Pop-Tarts. So water flavoring, juice boxes or Pop-Tarts. That's letters A through I. Letters J through Q, they're asking for chips. That's an easy one. Or ramen noodle cups. Um, so chips or ramen noodle cups. I, I'm assuming that it's the, the ones that come in the cups so that you know they can just get hot water or microwave them and have a snack or something like that. Not the bag ramen noodles, um, but the ones that come in a cup. And so that's letters J through Q. And then we have letters R through Z. And those are fruit snacks, granola bars, or Nutella dip snacks. Um, so Nutella dip snacks, you know, or Nutella is that wonderful hazelnut spread where they've got them in little packages that you can take little like graham cracker type cookie sticks and dip it in there and eat it that way. So fruit snacks are easy, granola bars, we know that, and then Nutella dip snacks. So if you could within this next week, just send the, send to school with kiddos, something like that. I'm not going to push that too hard. Um, so, you know, do as you, you wish with that, but it's not a requirement. It's not something that... You know, I'm going to be reminding every single day to do, but if you can, that would be very helpful for the, um, uh, the school council, student council. So thank you so much for that. Um, the other thing that uh, we'll be working on here in a couple weeks, uh, starting April 19th, will be map testing. Um, we'll be doing our math, reading, language arts, and that will be all coming up on the 19th. And, and working through those um, for our kiddos. So it's a lot of work for them. So I really encourage you on those days to make sure that the night before they've had good rest 
um, that they get a good breakfast in the morning. Uh, as of right now, our tests are scheduled for first thing in the morning, which is awesome. It's a, it's a blessing that we got that slot. Um, we may trade or so with maybe another grade level because I think there's a couple that are like, you've got everything at the end of the day and that's just so hard on the kiddos. Um, so as of right now, we're, we're first in the morning, but we may trade or things may shift or move depending on how it goes. Um, so just please make sure that they have that night before. It's not a stressful night. Make it a nice, easy night. They get really good rest and they have a good breakfast. Um, send them to school with a water bottle if you can. That way they have they can take a water down there to drink um, and we will we will get through that testing. And that also signifies that the end of the year is coming when we start doing those testings. So crazy, right? Uh, and then the, um, the next thing uh, coming up is uh, First Reconciliation and First Holy Communion that will be here before we know it. I mean, we're literally, um, you know, a month away from that. First Reconciliation is on the 3rd of May. And we'll do that after our school mass that morning. Um, so it'll be right after that mass and then the kids will be able to participate in their first reconciliation. So you are welcome to come and be there and you're welcome to um, you know, be with them after that. Um, definitely, I don't want to, if you can be there, that's great. Um, but just know that's when that's happening. And then um, on the 6th, that same week is First Holy Communion here at Old St. Paul's. Don't go to New St. Paul's. It'll be right here where the school is, right at the parish, the, the church where we do school mass um, at 6 p.m. And so, you know, we get lots of questions. So, you know, dresses, they just need to be, um, you know, presentable, modest. Um, you can't have sleeveless. If, if you're going to go sleeveless, uh, get like a sweater or a shawl to put over to cover the shoulders and um you know just nice shoes uh it's it's typical uh for you know the girls to wear white dresses um and it's kind of a, a big deal with that so you're welcome to do that and um for the for the gentlemen uh we just need them to be in slacks dress pants a shirt and tie and nice dress shoes they can wear suits if they want to if you have a suit planned out that's great but the minimum is at least you know dress pants shirt and a tie or bow tie um, and nice dress shoes, no tennis shoes, um, you know, nothing holds in them. We want them to look nice and presentable um, for this very, very holy and very special moment. Um, the other thing that I need you to um, also to be preparing for is uh, faith mentors. So please make sure that they have a faith mentor that will go up with them when they receive their first Holy Communion. So make sure that's a has to be someone who is Catholic and um, in in the family. So they can't, you know, they can't be, you know, just, you know, grandma so-and-so because they love them. If grandma so-and-so is Catholic, awesome. Then, then they can have that person. It can be a brother, a cousin, um, and something along that fashion. So just make sure that's uh, known. And um, and we have that. I'll be getting, I'll be needing names um, and, and I'll be collecting those in a little while. Um, Oh my goodness, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, there was one more piece of information that I needed to have. Oh, so, and um, Maddie's mom, Kara Morales, is she's uh, seeking for help. She is kind of coordinating, and not kind of, she is, thanks, thank goodness, um, 
Uh, she's coordinating our, our whole Holy Communion night. So she's getting the decorations. She's going to have um, stuff for a little reception afterwards downstairs in Dempsey Hall. And she's just um, asking if there's anybody that can help out with that. If you're available and you would like to, I'm going to put her email address um, in the email with this so that you may contact her if you like. Um, and I'm sure she would appreciate any help that you could give her. There is still one more piece that, ah, there it is. Okay, I knew I had it laying around here somewhere. So um, at St. Paul's, we are required to do service hours um, for students. And in our community, the Benedictines, which is, includes our grade level, they're required to serve five hours. Five hours is their, their service hour requirement as a student at St. Paul's. Now, I had said at the beginning of Lent that I had started our Act of Kindness project, and I had also mentioned it to the students that if they complete this project, it will count for all of their hours and they won't have to do anything else. But it was a struggle, I, I think, for a lot of them to do it. Some didn't want to do it. I think some struggled just remembering to do it, whatever the case was. I took what they said that they had done, um, and what we did is we just kind of colored in the calendar of the things that we did. and. Um, there's usually a journal that goes along with it, but that kind of got blown out of the water with my whole surgery and all that stuff. So we kind of skipped that and I just had them, you know, in their own honesty, coloring the calendar of the events that they did. And then I kind of worked out a table uh, that would calculate the hours. So some, all of our students are going to have some hours that they need to complete. So I'm going to be sending home a sheet um, with them to fill in where you can have them fill in some service hours. Now this could be volunteering at the church, it could be volunteering anywhere, it can be any project. We might, I wanna see if I can't get some more projects for us to do to help fill in some of those hours. Um, but you know, I, I I took what they've done with that and, and, and made that some of the hours and counted that as service hours for them. And so you'll see that they'll have, I'll put, I have put the hours that I've calculated for our Lenten project that we did and then they'll just need to make up the rest from there. So I'm gonna send that home. And when you complete those hours, just send it back to me. And then I will keep that and then turn that in and submit it. So um, this just needs to be completed before the end of the school year. I think most of them, it's like maybe a couple hours that they have to do. It shouldn't be too much, shouldn't be too hard. And like I said, I'm gonna see if there's something else that I can do that can help out um, and get them some more hours put in there. Um, They've asked, what happens if you don't complete it? And uh, I may have you know, jokingly said, ah, oh, you don't get to finish second grade. And their eyes went great big, but that's not the truth. Um, it, it just counts towards the religion grade if they don't complete this. So, but I really encourage you, it's good, it's good to have them do this. Um, and I'm giving you a copy of the original that I'm keeping at my, my, uh, my room here. So if, if you lose this and you need another one, I can make another copy and get that home to you but i will send these out and you should be in the kids backpack tonight that being said i want to leave us uh, on this podcast with the last bit of information um so kind of the overarching piece of the lenten project was that they were to collect um pop cans soda cans beer cans aluminum cans for uh, miss josefina here at our school she collects them herself and um she's told me some of the things that she's been able to do with those cans and so she she does really well with that and it really helps her family out so i thought it would be great to bless her and her family by all of us collecting cans for her over lent and then presenting them to her and we were able to do that on tuesday and it was so sweet here we are with bags and bags of cans i mean i think we had like five or six 
black trash bags of soda cans and, and stuff to give to her. And she didn't know what I was doing when I brought her in the room. And then I explained it to her and she saw all the bags and oh, she just about cried in our classroom. It, it meant a lot to her, it blessed her. And it was so sweet to see the kids be able to, to witness the impact of this small act of kindness. Like that was really for me, the piece that I wanted them to see was that, you know, acts of kindness don't have to be, you know, where, you know, I, I, I go to the, the, the dog rescue shelter and I spend, you know, 40 days there doing something. It's not something that has to be huge. It can be, and those are beautiful moments, but acts of kindness are so simple and they're so powerful to a person that we don't really know how much even a hug could mean to somebody in that moment of their life and their day. We don't know how much it may have blessed her with those cans, but they got to see it a little bit. And so I'm hoping that they'll be able to take that and carry that on for the rest of their life. They'll see the powerful impact that a small act of kindness can do in somebody's life. Um, and that's really the point of what I wanted to get across with our Linton projects is just simple little acts of kindness that can mean something so powerful to people. And yet it's so simple to do. So thank you for um, helping them through those projects. Thank you for encouraging them to get them done. Thank you. And uh, please be looking for opportunities for them to be able to do service projects. And um, think about faith mentors for First Holy Communion. Um, know that we got map testing coming up soon. And then also bringing those items in for um, the school store. Uh, thank you so much again for all your prayers. Thank you for your love and your support. You guys have a blessed weekend. And uh, let's continue to show the love of Christ in those simple, small ways. Thanks for listening. Thank you.